Hello, this is AJ welcoming you to Inside the Quilting Pot. Grab a craft, have a seat, and let's get started, shall we? This is episode number 40, New to Me. It is Sunday morning, March the 2nd. Um, this is my second attempt at podcasting today. My first attempt um, did not end so well. I tried to podcast while walking the dogs um, early this morning to no avail. Although there were no people outside or no cars on the road and we just had a nice little sounds of the birds singing in the background, um, my podcasting while walking did not work because it seems like every time I turned a corner there was a dog in the backyard barking because they could hear the jingling of my baby's um, doggy tag. So I tried to do it this morning while leisurely walking, but that did not work. So I am currently in my studio looking out the window. It is a nice, bright, sunny day. Um, the temperature is warming up, and we should have a nice warm afternoon and warm evening. So with that said, um, I'll get right on into the podcast. Well, first thing on the list today is about the charity quilt. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I have finished it. Um, it has been bound and mailed off um, to... Where did I mail it to? Quilter's Dream in Virginia Beach. They are the one that are uh, they are the ones that are collecting the AL, ALS um, charity quilt top. So, yes, it went out in the mail to Quilter's Dream midweek this past week. The other thing that went out in the mail um, was the fabric postcard um, for my swap partner. He or she should have received it by now, I hope. Maybe not. Um, maybe tomorrow. Because it's been about three or four days already, um, counting the day which mail is not delivered on Sunday. So hopefully it makes it through. Um, I was able to get it hand stamped and canceled um, for the mailing. I did not have to put it into another um, form of mailing envelope. I, I will say that the gentleman at the post office counter thought it was a very pretty fabric postcard so that was a little my first shout out about my fabric postcard in turn I hope that my swap partner um, likes it as well so yep that is one of my little finishes that I will add to my tab of 2014 finishes once my swap partner has notified me that they have received it on the other end um, it was a quick, small victory for me. I tend to procrastinate and start lots of um, projects and very rarely finish them once I get the process done. Um, hence, lots of UFO tops to get through um, for this upcoming year. So, I hope to be able to post it soon so that you can take a look at it. I'm pretty proud of it, and I did talk about it in my last podcast just a tad bit. Uh, the quilty resolutions moving on. A um, little update on my quilty resolutions. Well, 
doing charity quilts or more charity work um, was part of it. I have not done a charity quilt from start, but I have done charity work as far as quilting, adding, backing, binding to the charity quilt that I just shipped out. So I do believe that would be considered charity because I gave up of my time to actually quilt it um, myself and put the binding on and add batting and do the backing for it, which was not part of the top itself. So one charity project done for 2014. Um, I will start a tab on my blog for a charity page slash Quilt of Valor page. Well, maybe, maybe not. I'll just put it for finishes 2014 and add a caption as to what it belongs under. That might be easier since I already have that tab built. So, yep. Got one charity project done. Um, other Quilted Resolution updates was Quilt of Valor. Although I have not done one, I have started collecting fabric to get one posted, not posted, one started. I haven't finished collecting yet. I have something in mind, but I haven't started it. I may just take a picture of the few fabrics I purchased yesterday while I visited my local LQS. I went there to get binding for Easy Street. I was going to put an orange binding on it. I still am going to put an orange binding on it. But instead of it being a solid fabric, I wanted something that had a little design in it. So I went and purchased um, some orange fabric for the binding. And it's it reads orange, but it does have a little design in there. Just to give it a little bit more... Um, twang or a little bit more not glitz because it's not shiny but just a little bit more visual interest to my binding that's the word I'm looking for visual interest um, with that said I was just looking at my most recent um, quilty I, I subscribed to quilty and Fonz and Porter's love of quilting along with McCall's quilting as well as American Patchwork my machine quilting um, expired. I'm gonna have to renew that. But getting back, you didn't. You're not listening to what kind of magazines I subscribe to. Getting back to what I was talking about, the most recent version of Quilty, um, in one of the little ads, and I have to go back through and look. They had like a little quilt kit for Quilts of Valor that I may buy to add to my stash. Because I, I said I wanted to get two done. So the second one may be that quilt kit. Um, I have to go back through page by page to figure out where it was. Because I didn't dog ear it. So usually when I, something sparks my interest, I dog ear the page. So when I go back to the magazine, I can find it more quickly. But I didn't do that at this time. So needless to say, um, the dog earring didn't happen. So I have to go through it page by page. So my current one that I am collecting fabrics for and the quilt kit that I may get through Quilty would be my two quilts of valor that I pledged for this year. So yeah, that's a little update on that one. 
and my organization um, of my studio, be it fabric, thread, closets, or whatever, I saw on Pinterest these Better Homes and Better Homes and Garden is a line that Walmart carries, or is it Better Homes? Better Homes is a line that Walmart carries, and I saw on Pinterest um, these wire baskets, um, and I couldn't find them in my Walmart. I have been looking for them and looking for them. Finally, one morning, I was just, you know, doing my morning perusing of Walmart, my weekend outing. You know, that's that's how I roll. My weekend outing is uh, a trip to Walmart about 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, I saw the wire baskets um, on Pinterest. I don't think that the basket showed the linings in them. I think whomever might have taken out the lining. But the basket comes with a, a snap-in um, lining. What drew my attention to this organization vessel was the fact that it had a chalkboard little rectangle triangle not triangle square rectangle um, plaque on the front that you could do chalk so you could write what was in there using chalk to label what that particular container had so um, part of my planning is to organize my closet Right now, I, I have two closets in my studio. Right now, is a lot of dead space in there. So I'm going to try to do that and reclaim some of that dead space in my closet. Um, and my daughter um, had mentioned when they come to visit me for the first, during my birthday week in May, that I could tag them to help me organize my studio. So hopefully I can get that done. But... I am starting to collect those baskets. They run over a little, I think it's $9 a piece. I only have two right now. Um, don't know what I'm going to put in them. So I'm going to start on one of the two closets at some point. Um, it may be St. Patty's Day because I'm off on that Monday um, as a holiday. So I may start it on Monday. But I am planning to start with closet organization in the very near future. So I've rambled a little bit, um, and yeah, this is a rambly podcast, but that's me. That's just how I roll. Whatever comes to my mind is what I talk about. Next, uh, little UFO updates. Uh, just finished one of my UFOs, and that is part of my UFO challenge for 2014. I had several um, pegged, but I only mentioned three. One is at a blog that I don't remember who it was. Now, I am so embarrassed, but I'll find out, and I'll put that on there. And that's by quarter, and I'm also using the same UFOs to to play along with um, Daisy, a very lazy Daisy, for her 2014 challenge to hopefully win one of her quilted quilts. Um, so, yeah, got that done, and it was Piano in the Park. And that quilt was quilted by Czech. That was before Lady G existed. I took that quilt 
And I think that was the one that I sent to Missouri Star Quilt Company to be quilted. I think. It was either that one or my wonky um, cabin blocks. I can't remember. But either either way, it was either Missouri Star Quilt Company or a what at the time was my local quilt shop, which I think that's where it was, when I was living in Virginia. And I'll have to look at Aurora Quilts. So the ones that were quilted by check were either from Missouri Star Quilt Company and I'd have to troll back through their blog because they blogged about it when it was on the quilting frame when they were quilting it. So I'm not sure if it was the wonky log cabin or piano in the park. One was done at Aurora Quilts in Manassas, Virginia, and the other one was done at Missouri Star Quilt Company, um, the shop that Jenny owned. So either way, it was quilted by check. It wasn't done by me. Yes, I wish my quilting was that perfect. Um, I Eventually, I may get the, the computerized version to fit Lady G, but that version cost almost as much as Lady G did, so I, I can't quite justify that purchase until I, until I start making money at quilting. So we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you, keep you posted about getting the uh, computerized version to fit Lady G. I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, yeah, I don't see that anytime in the near future. In the future, yes. Near future, uh, I don't think so. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I just, I'll st still keep practicing on Lady G. Speaking of practice, that's a good little segue. Haven't started Lady G practice yet. I'm still designing my whole cloth quilt pattern. I did it in a sketchbook. Um, of course, my lines aren't straight. My diagrams are not straight. But I got kind of an idea of what I want to do. I do have a little journal that has um, what you call that? The grid. What is it? Graph paper. As the pages, however, it's too small for me really to, to design anything. I guess I could, but I'm visual. It has to be big for me to to get a, a idea, uh, especially if I have to do it. So today I, I went out and I bought some graph paper to go in a three ring binder. That will give me uh, a little more space to, to put this design on graph paper and potentially cover it. Um, the other graph paper I, I have, and I downloaded that from online, was hexagraph paper because I am designing a hexi quilt for the current hexes that I am doing. We will see how that works. If any of you remember the Chinese checkerboards, I played that as a child um, with marbles. I think I want to do a medallion of that um, and maybe applique it somewhere. I don't know. I've ran off the, the, the deep end right there about hexes. But yeah, um, I am going to try to transfer my sketch onto the graph paper so that I can draw it out onto 
some fabric to do some long arm practicing um, and a whole cloth quilt style. But just mind you, it will be practice. I'll start with just some squares at the top. I'll probably get a couple of yards and start with, you know, some squares at the top and then draw my practice whole cloth quilt. So by the time I get to the whole cloth quilt part, um, I, my free motion may be a little better than just starting out with the whole cloth quilt. So there you go. The other um, practice, um, my YouTube video, I follow Lynn Durbin on YouTube. She posted uh, a new free motion quilt video. And I don't recall the name. I'll try to embed it on my uh, blogger site. But I'm going to start working on that as a practice too. It's kind of like a little teardrop that you echo twice. And then you do you come back around and you do your little L's around it. Your little L shapes. And then you echo your L shapes. And then you swirl and you do your little teardrop and then you do your L's around it or E's or L and E's or however you want to do it. And then you echo that shape and you just keep doing that around. The other one that I want to practice because I think it's pretty and I have um, Angela Walters books um, and I also follow her on YouTube. Um, and allpeople.com has a little series of her videos. And I was re-watching her little swirl with the hook. I mean, I've tried her swirls. I'm not great at it, but I've tried it. And it takes practice. But I want to try the swirl with the hook because that adds a little more visual interest than just the swirls. So between Lynn Durbin and... Angela Walters, um, that's going to be some of the things that I practice on Lady G once I get my um, solid fabric loaded. That will be my beginning practice before I get to the whole cloth quilt as well. So, and oh yeah, I'm still going to work on my feathers. Long way from it. However, by hand in my little sketchbooks, um, they're starting to look a little better. I'm getting the hang of it, at least on paper. Now, on the machine, that might be a different thing. But on paper, I'm getting the hang of it. So, that's it for the long arm practice. I got a couple of more things I want to talk about. And then that will probably be it for the day. Um, before I end the podcast, though, I am going to add a little segment to this particular podcast called the Wayback Time Machine because I have been very lax at giving shout-outs, which I had started when I first started podcasting back in 2011. I can't believe it's been that long. I haven't been very regular, but I started podcasting in 2011. haven't gotten much better, but a little bit better. So I'm going to add a little segment in here called Wayback Time Machine, and I'm going to start in January of 2012 giving shout-outs to all of those that have left me um, reviews on iTunes, and I know there's plenty others, um, 
But I'm going to start out in January 2012. And if I missed you back in 2011 for my loyal listeners at that time, I do apologize. Um, so that's where I'm going to start. It's about a year and a half worth of, of names. And I'm just going to read names. I'm not going to make talk about comments. I'm just going to read off some names. So back to the main body of the podcast. Hexes. I am still working on my Hexes. They're my little engine that could project. Um, got a few more flowers done. Currently I am working on single ring Hexes. Um, I got my center and my first ring. And that's what I'm working on now. My centers are purples. Um, shades of purple. No prints, just mostly something that reads solid, batiks. Um, I'm going to do all sorts of shades, so if I'm using a dark fabric, I'll use a lighter shade of purple. So all of my centers at this point, I have planned to be some shade of purple. My rings could be of any color, new, old, print, solid, have no idea. Um, I am doing four rings that are, so quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes in the air, um, snowflake version that will interlock, and then I will tie in those um, to my regular um, single ring hexes. I am not quite sure what fabric I am going to use to combine my hexes. I seem to have fallen in love with the color orange. I don't know why. Um, I don't know what color I'm going to use, actually. I don't know if I'm going to use a green, an orange, a blue, a gray, a cream. I am not quite sure what I'm going to use. Could be red, could be teal. Who knows, but whatever I use to join my hexes, it will be of a solid fabric. So, yeah, that's my progress on the hexes. I think I have about four single rings done and a couple of the, well, not quite the snowflake ones because I didn't plan to do snowflakes, so I'm short a couple on a couple of those. Um, as soon as I find the fabric, I'll finish those out, but I'll kind of spread out what I've done what little I've done, and take a photo of it and show you my progress. My next to the last thing is my new technique, hence the title of this podcast. Elmer's Glue. What does Elmer's Glue and my new technique have in common? Well, yep, I did my first binding using Elmer's Glue. This is a Sharon Schomburg technique, and I have looked at this video on YouTube more than once, and I finally decided to use this technique on the UFO that I just finished. I will say, um, for those of you that like to do things very fast, this is not a very fast technique, at least the first go around. I may improve as I have as I do more, 
but it takes a little time to do this because um, you have to pre prepare your binding strips in which you know instead of you still sew them diagonal like you would end to end however she glue based hers on the end of each strip she folds it down 45 degrees she puts a bead of glue on the the folded edge and she puts the unfolded edge of the next binding over that and she heat sets it with an iron. She does all of her binding for the quilt like that. Then she comes back and then she stitches on the folded line because um, you open it back up. You stitch on the folded line and then on all of the binding and then you go back and then you pop that little glue seal apart which stabilizes the bias on each side of that binding and then you clip, clip your quarter inch seams. If you've never done it look up Sharon Chamber and I'm going to try to embed it into the YouTube video so you can see this technique. Um, it does take a little time like I said but I will say this, um, it is the best binding that I have ever done and I have been quilting in a while. So once you get your binding all done, let me back up a minute, I'm going to talk you through just a few bits of it. If you really want to see it, go look at a YouTube video or if I forget to put it in the podcast. Um, before she cuts her binding strip, she starches her fabric. Um, looking at what she used, she used faultless starch, and I have faultless starch as well, and that's what I use. Um, however, I didn't look at it soon enough, so I starched each strip So as I went. But start your fabric first, then cut your binding, and that part will already have been done. She folds her binding, and then she starches it because it kind of keeps, stabilizes the binding together so it doesn't shift one layer to the other. She trims her quilt, then she lays a bead of glue on the whole side. She puts her binding down and she heat sets it all the way down. One side she does one side at a time. Um, once that's all done, then she stitches. Once the stitching is done, then she flips the quilt over and then she pulls her binding out and presses as she goes along and she does one side at a time um, stitching her uh, flipping her binding over once she flips it over she puts a bead of glue she gets her miters all done and she heat sets everything and if you do it that way and you like hand stitching then you can just go hand stitch to your heart's content no needles no clips no anything to poke you um, if you machine stitch your bindings all the way through to the end then she shows you the method of how to make sure that when you machine stitch you catch the other side so look at it it's worth it I think I'll be doing a lot more bindings using this technique um, because like I said this is the best binding I have ever done I mean truly ever done so, with that said, that's the, that's the last of the main part of the podcast. So now, I am going to segue myself 
way back into the way back time machine. And this will start giving shout outs to those who have left me iTunes beginning with January the 8th, 2012. So, as I said, I am just going to read off names and then at the conclusion of that, then that will be the conclusion of this week's episode. So, first of all, Push Up Daisies, Mary SBN, Aunt Con Con, Katie's Quilting Corner, Serendipati, Material Girl TH, Tanisha TN, Got E Got Edward Cullen, and that was Emily. Uh, so busy too. J Moran seventy four. T Janine, Karen zero four. Marcella D Noni in Michigan. Hello Noni. S Hara. And that is it. And that takes me to January the 19th, 2014. Thank you, all who have left me iTunes. Um, Next podcast, I'll hit with those who have started at the very beginning and take me up to January um, 2012. So, with that said, oops, almost forgot. If you need to get a hold of me, you can do so at the letter N, the number 2, P as in Paul, R as in Red, P as in Paul, L as in Lima, the number 2, at gmail.com. That would be n2purple2 at gmail.com. You can reach my blog at thequiltingpot.com. That will give you a direct link to my blog website. Um, I am on Pinterest, Ravelry, Goodreads. You can find all of that information and how to get a hold of me on the right-hand sidebar of my blog. If you prefer to get to me through Podbean, you can do so at thequiltingpot.podbean.com. So, with all of that said, until next time, may all your seams be straight.